You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. Joe Rutten. Oh, sorry, Joe. <laughs> and I'm Joe Rutten. <laughs> and there's Joe Rutten. <laughs> We're broadcasting this morning from Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota. And man, that was an awesome straight talk. Yeah, we've had a, a good hour here to kick off this morning. And uh, Father Trainer knocked it out of the park again. I know. I need to go back and listen to that again. And, and it'll be posted later today. So I need to go back and I think I need to listen to his message four or five times. <laughs> He's good. amazing. But we're moving right along this morning. If you've missed any of that first hour, you can always check it out on our our um, website. And you can also find the daily readings. You can submit a prayer request. And um, there's lots to do on the website. So don't forget about our website. But now we're going to move on. Bob and Pamela Weaver are joining us this morning. They have some great ideas for us, Joe, on how we can spend time together as a family for Lent. So good morning, Pamela and Bob. Well, good morning, and this is Pamela. We had a, a bit of a misunderstanding with the time zone change. So oh, oh nice. So we were both at Adoration, and I happened to come home early, and okay. he's on his way. He's almost home. So. All right. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Pamela. Sure. Well, I'm a lifelong Catholic, and... My husband, Bob, he converted to the Catholic Church about 21 years ago. We homeschool our kids. We have a son in college and two high school kids that are at home. And we have a son, Caleb, who died of a heart defect at 10 months old mm. and two babies in heaven from miscarriages. Wow. Um, I'm a real present radio pre- parish rep at our church. Um, and we're, both Bob and I are on the RPR banquet committee out here in rapid city and we we love and support catholic radio real presence radio um very much i have it on most of the day and part of my lenten sacrifice is that i have to turn it off more because (laughs) silence is also important (laughs) right so what parish are you at in rapid we are at our lady of the black hills in piedmont okay piedmont all right very good yeah i was born and raised out in that area oh yes and and bob just joined us Oh, thanks for being with us. Oh, be quiet. (laughs) And and we've we've got some great students at Mount Marty College from Rapid City. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Yeah, Rose Kenyon. We got one of the Kenyon girls uh, out here. And uh, there's a McCormick and a McLeod. And there's a whole host of them. So we love Rapid kids. (laughs) So how's your limping going so far, guys? Pretty well, I think. It's pretty early, but um, I guess I have high hopes that we're going to grow in our faith, and all of us will fall more deeply in love with Jesus. And I always like to say that our hope is that we won't be the same people Easter Monday mm. or morning as we are mm-hmm. Ash Wednesday. So that's well, my and, hope. And in my notes, I have that you guys have a big binder full of ideas for your family when it comes to Lent. So. How did you get this binder? How did you make it? Where did it come from? Oh, I am a, I'm kind of a binder girl, and <laughs> I collect more than I use, but, oh, I put them all in. Uh, it's like a three-inch binder. It's, to be fair, it's Lent <laughs> and Easter okay. practices, and they're all in their little document protectors. So that's pretty much just over the years, raising kids, is, I do that. 
So what are some ideas that you guys use um, to spend time together and, and grow with the Lord during this season of Lent? Well, um, if we don't have time for it all, I can. If you guys ever want me to send it in and make it available mm-hmm. to anybody, okay, I cool. sure would be willing to pass it on. So, you know, there's there's prayer, fasting, and almsgiving that are the forms of penance that are the most encouraged. And, of course, they're interconnected, so sometimes you need to fast from TV to have time to pray, that kind of thing. Or fasting it gives more power to our prayers. So... Um, we um, start with prayer, and one of the things we do, just as a reminder, we'll drape a large pe- purple satin cloth over a piece of furniture, and then we, we put some symbols out that represent bareness, like um, a piece of burlap over it. You can use rocks or a nail, a cross, and a candle, just to create that family Lenten prayer space. So getting up half an hour earlier in the morning to pray, um, creating that silence within yourself and around yourself, Turn off the radio in your car, in your home. Turn off the TV. We always turn off the TV during Lent. Hmm. And when you do turn off the radio in the car, um, sometimes I think people think when they fast from something, they just dwell in the misery. Um, and, and you know, you're, you're learning a discipline in doing that. But if you turn off the radio in your car, pick up your rosary. Pray the rosary. Um, um, if someone is in need of help or, you know, right now we're looking, we're, we're praying for a new bishop. So offer your prayers up. So when you have that thing that's normally there, okay, I normally listen to this radio show or I normally eat this food or I normally do this thing. When you have that urge to turn that urge into a prayer, um, not just to suffer in that, in that, that feeling like, oh gosh, I can't wait until this is over so I can do this again. It's more of to transform that time into some form of a mini worship. Right. So, um, and it's it, oh, go ahead. What are the ranges of your children? You, well, you said we somewhere have. In... Yeah, that's such a hard thing. So <laughs> Bob's our laughing. 40, our oldest is forty, and I, I was previously married. And uh, in fact, that was one of the things that brought me to the Catholic Church was the the truth of the Church and in the love of family that the Catholic Church has that this deep rooted love. But my oldest son is in is lives in Maui. He met his wife in Maui, and she's from Brandon, South Dakota. Mm. They have three children, and then my daughter is 37. She lives in Douglas, Wyoming, and uh, she has three children, and her eldest graduates um, this spring. And then um, Christian is a, a junior at South Dakota School of Mines and Technology. Um, Joshua and Grace are here at home, um, Joshua being 17 and Grace being 15. So the the reaction of the children. How do you involve them in some of this? I want to go back to I want to go back to Maui, and you end up in Maui and meet a girl from Brandon, South Dakota. Or, how do you anyway, make that happen? Yeah, you know it's it's March. Like I'm 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 ready for the weather to change, and uh, so Maui. Anyway, yeah, he- Heather, I'll let you continue. Well, I was just you know I have a 17 year old at home. How do you get you know, those older teens interested and engaged in this Lenten season? You know, I guess what I would what I would say, and this would be my, my speaking to, to dads out there as well as to families, but specifically to dads, is that, that our faith is not something that we do, it's something that we live, and it's something that begins to be taught the day when you first hold your child in your arms, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you wait until they turn 17 to say all of a sudden you're going to do something, it, it's, it's, like, it's like trying to turn the Titanic from hitting the, the iceberg. <laughs> Nobody yeah. wants to turn, right? And you're going too fast to turn. <laughs> um, but 
So, so every day we live our faith, I guess you might say. So during Lent, we, we usually have what we have, a sacrifice for the family, and then each one of the kids also pick a sacrifice, which they let us know, um, because, you know, we're all sinful creatures and weak um, to that, that desire of the flesh. And so by us knowing what they've said they wanted to give up, we can kind of help them, encourage them, not so much to look for what they're not doing right, but to recognize what they're doing well. I don't know if that helps or not. Absolutely. Well, if you're just joining us, we're um, broadcasting this morning Real Presence Live from Mount Marty College. I'm Heather Caro. And I'm Joe Rutt. And we are talking with Bob and Pamela Weaver from the West River of South South Dakota. Dakota. So we're talking a little bit about Lent and the family and how you can bring the family together during this Lent and how you can um, keep Lent a central part of your family life. Um, What have you seen um, through focusing on the family during Lent? What what effects have you seen um, in your personal lives by doing this? Again, it is a little bit early, but something I have noticed is that, um, I don't know, when the kids, as the kids got older, um, it seems like, and more electronics have come into the home, Mm -hmm. we start to separate and everybody kind of goes their own way. So I'm finding when you remove the TV and you remove all computer stuff, um, then you can pull out the family games or read a spiritual book together. And, you know, they may say they don't want to read that book or whatever, but I honestly think that um, a lot of good comes out of it. So I think it does bring us closer together. And we're we're praying night prayer together at night um, when we can get everybody together. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, too, I, I've known with my 17-year-old... Um, if we have a power outage, like we had that tornado, and our house was badly affected by that tornado, and so we were without power for three or four days, I think to some degree they actually enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you turn it off, and they actually come around. It might take a few minutes, <laughs> but they actually enjoy it. Right. I think the kids crave to have time with their parents, to be honest with you. And I think mm-hmm. I, I think at the end of the day that people are busy. You know, if you've worked all day, you get home, you're kind of tired. You just kind of want to separate. And But I do think the kids do crave that. I, I think it's just put in them by God. And so this this opens up that opportunity for that togetherness that, that maybe you've desired all year and just haven't taken the steps to do it. So this well, is an and, opportunity and- to do that. And you guys are saints, and I, I'm I'm on the other end of that, like trying to figure this thing out. Uh, you know, I've got a seven, four, and a two year old at home, and and so as as technology has come into the home, it's not like it's at this point really that it's a major impact on my children. Although at seven and four, you know, we still still have to begin that process of training and education. Right but for me, like. M- it, you know, I just I told my wife last night, you know, that I feel so much more connected to my children. I miss them. I was gone last night, and I said I miss them so much. But I feel like it was because because as Lent has started, I've tried to. I don't know if I've been great about getting rid of my phone more. I struggle to always work, and I struggle to always. I read on it. I listen to podcasts on it. It's my book. You know, it's yeah. It's my and so. But I've intentionally been more present in my mind and my heart to my children in the last couple of weeks. 
And I you can't be better than that. I found that my I have grown in a greater love for my children. And it just was, I I thought, wow, this is it. Mm -hmm. This is what Father Scott Trainer was talking about Mm -hmm. in the last half hour. This is what you're talking about right now. This is what the Lord desires for us. And when you said that our kids crave our attention, what it was that started this wasn't necessarily that it's Lent and I need to come up with this practice. It was a wound in my heart when my boy as we're sitting down in the floor playing a game together, says, Dad, put your phone away. And I realized it wasn't my phone. It was my presence. I wasn't present to him. And he he craves, like we all do, the presence of our father, Mm -hmm. of our parents, and to continue to be present to that need that we have Mm -hmm. this Lent. Yeah. And if you have little kids and you want to know how to get involved in prayer, song, Pamela just, I mean, when the kids were little, um, especially being homeschooling and using that um, classical type of thing where you read and to, to them and to each other and stuff, but putting things to song. So when you, when you can sing those prayers, hmm. th- that just, I don't know what it is about kids, but when they hear a song, all of a sudden they start wanting to sing and, mm-hmm. and it just draws them in. So that, that would be something with, with, younger kids is to to sing your prayers um and i know not everybody can sing well but you know what god said make a joyful noise he didn't say make a beautiful noise (laughs) (laughs) that's right right. well that's such that's such great advice i know my nieces and nephews you start a song and then they sing it the rest of the day and how (laughs) that's so beautiful (laughs) well thank you to bob and pamela for joining us any last thoughts before we let you go this morning yeah, well, there's a couple things I would say, um, because if you saw my list, it's really big, and sometimes I yeah. tend to overdo. <laughs> so first I would say, don't try to do a lot of good ideas, because good is the enemy of best. So if you try to do too much, you're going to burn out. So choose those few practices that become Lenten family traditions that are going to most promote interior growth in virtue. And traditions are important, and maybe your kids will carry them on into their families. And the other thing I would say is it's not too late to ask God what he would like you to give up. Bring it to prayer. And I think the best possible Lenten practices to take up are the ones that God wants for you. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Bob and Pamela, for your advice this morning. We appreciate you joining us on Real Presence Live. Oh, we're very honored. Thank you. And again, today's Pamela's birthday, and guys, honor and love your wives. Happy birthday, Pamela. Thank you. Well, coming up next, folks, we're hopping in the car and doing our 10-minute tour of local events, and later, living the fullness of who you're created to be. Ladies, how can you get to this level? We'll We'll share that coming up at 1030 Central. Real Presence Live continues in just a couple minutes, so keep it right here. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.